the happy thoughts are there to keep you motivated, to keep you going, to give you that reward, to keep you, you know, for your well-being, literally, and your attitude towards your goals. But your actions are actually what brings you to the goal. Like things manifest itself because you have the action. Welcome to the Nomad You. I'm your host, Madison Raleigh, and I'm here to help you step into the life of your dreams of location independence through helpful tips, stories, and interviews with digital nomads from all backgrounds. I successfully became a digital nomad by the age of 22, and now I'm on a mission to help people travel as often and as freely as they want through being a digital nomad coach and travel influencer. If you dreamed of traveling the world full-time, this podcast is absolutely for you. Every episode, it is my goal that you will learn what is accessible and possible for you, even if it may seem out of reach. I hope by listening to this show, you'll be inspired and empowered to step into the life you have only ever dreamed about. Thanks for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Nomad You. I'm super excited because I am being joined by a fellow travel and life coach or digital nomad coach, as I like to call it, Robin. She really specializes in language educating, helping women learn about the world and themselves. And I just love your approach to educating about travel and about digital nomadism. I feel like we, while we are in such a similar space, you just cater to such a unique way of speaking about digital nomadism that I absolutely adore and can align with so much. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Madison. I'm super happy to be here. I'm so excited to have you here. So I wanted to just turn it over to you to just introduce yourself to my audience and just share a little bit about your approach to, you know, digital nomad coaching and also about your journey and how you kind of got to this point. Yeah, for sure. So, well, I'm Robin. I am a travel life mentor or coach and a language educator. And I guess like my journey is connected also to why I do what I do, similar to to your story. I've been traveling around the world since I'm 12. And since I'm 18, I've been moving around more like a nomad, an expert, backpacking and things like that. So my love for travel has started very early on. And I decided in 2021, actually through a podcast, while I was going crazy because I couldn't travel uh, <laughs> through a podcast to sort of initiate what is now my brand, which is our connected world. And listening to the stories of all these amazing people really fascinated me and kind of inspired me to also use my experience and my knowledge to help other women who want to go abroad solo. Um, so I started off with removing the language barriers, part of going abroad and navigating a foreign environment. So my first launch with our connected world was actually language immersion courses for Spanish and Italian and so that's the language educator part and then I started on with um, more like coaching programs for solo female travelers who want to go live abroad again digital nomadism and I think like the lens I put on given my or based on my experience is really I call it the art of slow travel and really focusing on immersing in in the places and also you know sustainability and kind of more like responsible travel and languages really removing the language barriers I am fluent in four languages and the opportunities that this has given me are I can't even describe it like endless I don't even know what the word is 
Wow. Thank you so much for sharing. I I love that you really take the approach of like looking at, okay, like let's remove the language barrier because that's one of the most intimidating parts of like solo traveling, also moving. I know for me, and I shared this with you, but my story started with like studying abroad in the French Riviera and I didn't know any French and it was... <laughs> probably the most intimidating and probably the worst way to go about it and so if I would have had someone like you it would have been so so helpful (laughs) because I would have felt so much more confident so I love that that is like still so at the core of like your coaching and your teachings but I also wanted to speak with you you know about what I know you talk a lot about which is the psychology around travel Mm -hmm. and mindfulness that comes with it so could you share a little bit more about that yeah so well I guess it's good to start with the fact that I'm a bit of a brain nerd as I like to say so I studied psychology actually as my bachelor that's another way I went a lot abroad like you studying Mm -hmm. and so on so I studied psychology and then social policy so I think it's always like the social environmental aspects of the world have always kind of been of my interest and I have to say now even though I'm not necessarily like a psychologist or a researcher it just stuck with me and I'm still absolutely obsessed with our brains hence our minds and how we work and how like all of that stuff gets together and yeah so (laughs) like documentaries all of that I'm still pretty much uh, a brain nerd I think there's always so much to learn so the beauty of this and like I really had to reflect on on this connection is I had to think about you know all the people that I also meet uh, or I've met on on the road uh, people who've experienced traveling and especially solo traveling and how that perspective on the world and ourselves kind of changes and because I'm a little bit of a art and science girl I love you know like art and a bit more maybe like philosophical things but I'm also very much I love data give me the science behind this so I started like bringing back a bit of what I learned from psychology but also just reading out um, other case studies from researchers and the reason why traveling makes us feel so good the reason why traveling you know people come back you probably had the same where like oh my god I feel changed this is a whole new like experience all new me reinvented myself right like you you probably had it too I mean most people have it most people are even happy just when they know they have a trip planned Mm -hmm. uh, whatever that looks like and there is actually like a scientific reason behind it and one of the things is so that in the history of people thinking about the mind and the brain there was always this concept that our brain is set it doesn't change you are that way you have those connections and you cannot change it's what you learn that's it but in the 60s um, a study from a researcher called Diamond, um, Dr. Diamond, she did the study and actually started a whole new concept showing that our brain actually can rewire the connections. It's called neuroplasticity. So our brain can grow, our brain in a way can literally like physically change the connections. And the way it does that is by being exposed to new experiences. So what is fascinating is when you travel, whether you want it or not, you're probably putting yourself in a whole new environment, in a whole almost new blank canvas you've never been before and because of that new smells new people new language new everything your brain starts creating new connections or rewiring or older connections and that's kind of what brings enhanced creativity or you know feeling of happiness and so on because the hormones as well change like there's something called the ow effect 
when we travel, because there's so much coming to us, so much stimuli, we kind of have this almost constant feeling or more often than usual, we're stimulated. So we have this our effect. We're like, oh my God, this is amazing. And just that activates way more happy hormones such as endorphins and so on and reduces stress hormones such as cortisol, right? So there's literally like science behind why we feel, what we feel, why we feel more creative, why we feel happier, why we feel less stressed. And these effects are actually lasting even weeks after. There was another study that showed that even after five weeks, people felt that reduced anxiety, that reduced stress and all these benefits from traveling. That, wow, that makes like so much sense. And I'm so glad you brought up like the psychology and the science of why this is the case. Because I I try to like articulate, I'm like, you are going to be changed. You are going to grow so much. You're going to be so much more confident just even after your first trip. But there's like actual science behind why that is and I'm so glad you were able to like share you know with our listeners of exactly like what is going on when you take that jump and I always like yeah it might be scary it might be scary to like go do that thing there might be something that's kind of like holding you back but once you do it you're changed you really are and so the fact that it's like it's not just me like saying that it's not just people that you know come back from study abroad and they're just like oh my god it was so you know like it's like you are actually this is something that is affecting your brain in such a positive way and there's studies to show it yeah no absolutely and and I think it's always nice in that way right like it's almost that certainty, right? There's studies around it, as you say. And I think from when I talk about mindfulness, which was the other part you you mentioned, mindfulness to me, you know, like I, I think there's a lot of spirituality that can go around it for sure and energetics and, and things like that that have been more and more common nowadays. But to me, mindfulness is still very based on psychology or at least my approach to it. And it really is the fact that you are present and there's reason why being present and and that positive thinking literally brings you down like brings the stress down uh, makes you feel happier and so on and the reason why traveling is a great tool for mindfulness and you should also you know work around it when you are abroad is that because you're living day by day you're not you don't have the usual deadlines the usual routine and so on so you're kind of like you're really really present when you travel especially when you do extend the trips especially when you're alone you are with your thoughts a lot and you are present because you don't have everything planned you don't have to think about the deadline of the future so it truly changes you from that side too like you truly become in a way more mindful by traveling um especially extensively because of that because of that experience and i think there's a lot of this mindfulness around travel and and i think it is super important also to to keep an eye on it when you're doing long-term travels but yeah I think it's fascinating and all of this has to do with our minds and how our brain works absolutely I really resonate with that and it's so interesting to hear like just kind of mindfulness and psychology coming together because I personally like had and I think I've shared it on the podcast before but an experience where I this was like by last November I was feeling super super overwhelmed with work super not value I don't know I was just like not happy camper um, with work. And I just was like itching. I was like, I need to go to Italy. 
I had never wanted to go to Italy before. I don't know what was calling me to Italy specifically, but I was like, I need to go to Italy. I need to get back to that like slower living of when I lived in Europe. I want to go to like a small town, like a small hilltop town and just be with the locals. I don't know what was calling me there, but that was like stirring my brain for about two weeks. And then I got like a travel discount and I was just like, okay, I'm going. And so I did, but because like, I think like what you're describing, like you're just, you have to be so in the now when you're traveling because there's so many new things being thrown at you and you really are broken out of that routine and that comfort like I was waking up to things that I didn't even realize about myself like that you know I really didn't like certain things I was doing at work I didn't wasn't feeling valued I would much rather go do my own thing even though in my head from the get-go my dream was to work my way up to being a CEO at a Fortune 500 company like that was the dream like (laughs) I was so happy with my nine to five. So, and that's when my business started coming together and I was writing my business plan. That's where I got my first client. It just all started flowing because I think that block was released from the mindfulness, but also just knowing that that's like literally a psychological, there's like science behind why that happened. And I have so many coaching clients and also friends that travel a lot that have similar experiences where there's just like that breakthrough. Absolutely. That's the beauty of it. And yeah, and I think it's a super interesting area of, you know also just traveling and solo traveling to to explore and um and also I always invite people when the travel which actually is connected to what slow travel is to also take on purpose especially if you're like doing it for long term like long term traveling take that moment to be mindful because the power I generally think travel is the tool for personal growth and yeah there's so much power in it and if you use it right if you approach it the right way it's infinite what opportunities it can open up for you I I couldn't agree more with you and you know I love that you kind of talk about opportunity because right now, and we've talked about this a bit, but there's this whole new trending era of this thing called lucky girl syndrome, which I know I saw you posted about it. And I just am so glad you did because I would love to get like your thoughts on lucky girl syndrome, your, and really not only surrounding in travel, but just in life and in business and kind of hear your thoughts on that. (laughs) Yeah, it is. It is everywhere. eh? Like (laughs) you open it's crazy so again I I thought it was interesting because it does have to do a bit with that again mindfulness affirmation and things like that sort of meditation as well for for the day like taking the moment it's basically giving positive affirmation so all of this is actually called positive psychology so all this positive thinking and so I like the reason why I posted about it is because I think it's great and I think it's you know 100% positive thinking your thoughts you're with your thoughts the whole time you can't you can't escape your head right so how you think about yourself about your life very much impacts what you do right like that attitude those beliefs truly impact your behavior so absolutely it is important and I generally think these affirmations can help but I think that the risk with things going viral in this way is that we overlook other aspects so two aspects that I think, and that's why I felt called to post about it, uh, two things we overlook when we just say, okay, you know, anybody just like say this, that you're lucky, the luckiest girl, and everything will be gold and all your thoughts and dreams will come true. What we forget is two things. The first one is actually that this kind of affirmations work more on that conscious level of the mind, right? If deep inside on a more subconscious level, we still, for example, like a confidence or 
still have certain limiting beliefs about ourselves, these affirmations are not gonna work. They're actually, it's almost like that whitewashing, like positive thinking, right? Where it's just, you you force yourself, but there's not actually a, a change happening in you and on your subconscious level. Um, I think I read actually somewhere, some studies that said that especially people with less confidence, they almost had a counter effect from doing this as in it, it didn't work, right? So I think that is a first thing to to kind of remember that these affirmations for most people are work at a conscious level. And if there's anything else to work on, it's not necessarily going to change until you actually make that switch. Hi guys, I'm just going to take a quick break from this episode because I want to talk about the thing that makes me excited to wake up in the morning and fills my soul one-to-one digital nomad coaching. This is my six-week coaching program where I help you step into the life of your dreams by becoming a digital nomad. In this program, I give you the exact tools that I use to create a life of location freedom where I can travel as much and whenever I please. I created this program because I want everyone to be able to live a life of full location independence and be able to see every inch of the world that you want to see. I know what it's like to sit at home feeling miserable where you are daydreaming about traveling the world or just honestly picking up and moving somewhere new and fresh. Really just living this bigger life and having that deepest desire. But I had absolutely nowhere to start or how I could even make that possible. So now that I've figured it out, I'm excited to teach you exactly how to do the same and so you can feel fully supported on your journey and never alone. So this is helping you have conversations with your employer, people you're close to, providing you with time zone training so you feel confident working from literally anywhere in the world, creating your custom digital nomad itinerary for your first trip, and even helping you book your first trip and finding the best deals as well as so many other trainings and resources, literally anything you would ever need to feel incredibly confident through the whole digital nomad journey. We also would meet bi-weekly and you have daily access to me with voice note support. So you can ask me your one-off questions. I can send you little supportive love notes throughout your week. So you're constantly moving forward and being supported in your journey of building your dream life. My goal with this offer is for you to become a digital nomad or fully location independent, whatever you envision for yourself really. And whether that be traveling different countries, living abroad, having the flexibility to work wherever you want. And all of that's been achieved by the clients that I've had the amazing opportunity of working with. So if you want to learn more about the program, hit the link in the comments. It's a non-committal application. All you have to do is submit and then we'll hop on a discovery call to make sure that this offer is exactly what you need to get you to your goals. So you don't have to spend another second feeling stuck or not experiencing the life that you've been dreaming about for forever. And you can finally start hitting those big moves or big steps like taking your first solo trip, working from the beach, whatever those look like for you. It's all possible with the tools that I teach in one-to-one digital nomad coaching. And I cannot wait to review your applications. Let's get back to the episode. And the second thing is forgetting about action. Well, you you know me a bit by now, but um, I'm always talking about taking action. I think like it's important to not forget that just by sitting around and having happy thoughts, things are not necessarily happening. The happy thoughts are there to keep you motivated, 
to keep you going, to give you that reward, to keep you, you know, for your well-being, literally, and your attitude towards your goals. But your actions are actually what brings you to the goal. Like things manifest itself because you have the action. Your thoughts can help you do the right actions. But by just saying you're the lucky girl and just sit on the sofa, I am sorry to break it to you, things are not happening. There's also hard work. There's also setting a roadmap for yourself, setting like some action plan for yourself in order to get to your goals and I just felt like mentioning it because also for traveling for example especially well you know like clients usually come to coaches in our area because they've dreamt about it this was on the to-do list on the vision board for so long and it hasn't happened because a lot of the times they also don't know what the next step is right so without that action and actively working towards your goal that will stay on your vision board that will stay a little piece of uh, you know cut out magazine on your vision board so if you want to travel become a digital nomad go traveling whatever goal you have yes positive thoughts but a deeper also look into what is actually holding you back from it and having a clear roadmap of actions towards your goals is actually what's going to bring you there absolutely and I'm so glad you brought that up because actually what will be posted before this a whole deep dive on limiting beliefs when it comes to (laughs) being a digital nomad so if uh, you're listening and you want to, you know, really get into um, limiting beliefs and how to really address those, go watch the previous episode um, or listen to. But I, I 100% am aligned with you. Like I love that there's such a push on social media for this positive thinking, positive momentum, and that's really going to drive you. That is not the only piece of the puzzle. However, I do find that a lot of individuals get very stuck in a negative mindset, and that can be the thing that is holding them back. So addressing your limited beliefs coupled with those positive affirmations and then taking that continued action, I think you just spelled out like the recipe for success in any goal that you have. It's not just, you know, being a digital nomad, but really just like anything you're really working toward. There's so many tools, but really can be put quite simply in those three things. 100%. Yes. Uh, And as you said, yeah, any goal, right? There's the recipe in itself. But yeah, so I guess inviting people to have that deep per look and and kind of having that more subconscious level work can really make like a shift. Absolutely. So I know kind of to couple with that, and we've already talked a bit about, you know, mindset and really the effects that travel have, but I know you put such like a heavy emphasis on slow travel with your clients. Could you share maybe a few more benefits of slow travel specifically and some practices that listeners can apply to their next trip to like test it out? Yeah, of course. Of course. Yes, I would love to. So fun fact, and just because you mentioned your trip to Italy. So slow travel is part of that slow food, slow lifestyle movement uh, that started in the 80s in Italy, in Rome. And just like in a similar way that you have, you know, slow food or things like that. Slow travel wants to emphasize, it's not about, and I think, yeah, I need to say first, like one of the myths around this is like, oh, slow travel doesn't mean like I have to stay in a place for like two, three weeks. And um, that's not what it means. Slow travel is, first of all, an approach and a mindset in a way to travel. And what it does is really highlighting connections. And I mean, also based on my brand name, of course, I'm all about that. And because it really highlights those connections that you make, but not only with 
others. So for example, locals, by immersing yourself in the culture to truly learn and creating a learning experience for yourself and your future and connecting to nature, connecting to places by traveling responsibly, traveling also more sustainably, keeping in mind kind of like the consequences you have on the places you go to. But again, going back to that mindfulness and and personal growth uh, tool that travel is, it's also about connecting to yourself and really using the travel and using the time to not only learn and and have external kind of like growth, but also internal growth. And that's why I, I love it so much. It is definitely like an approach to travel that has absolutely picked up in in the past years and especially after COVID, which is also why travel coaching itself has been kind of progressing and becoming more more known and more common because especially after COVID, people want those kind of experiences. We have lacked connection for two years and really people not only are ready to just jump and go and leave the walls that they've been in for two years, but it's truly about getting those experiences out. Like I think like in a way, stopping for two years have kind of shifted certain values and certain ways to look at life for a lot of people and that's why this kind of approach is becoming more and more common and especially in the like newer generations and so on so it's really exciting again you know like I think there's a lot of different ways you can approach this too for me the part of connection that slow travel brings is the most important one because it's also about you know breaking the language barriers to connect and truly immerse also with locals and and get your way around around it go off the beaten path be a bit of that you know explorer like back in the days when the world was still all unknown that's kind of why I I like it and that's why I use it I call it the art of slow travel the school of slow travel and I really use this almost like philosophy for for what I do with our connected world so science again I think I mentioned it before art and science the art is slow travel the science is psychology in my world um <laughs> And for tips for your audience, yes, like there's two that come to mind basically immediately. Actually, you know what? Three. I'll give you three. I get excited because I think it's super fun to see also when people actually let medicine know, guys, if you know, if you do any of this and how your experience was. (laughs) Please. I want to (laughs) hear. Me too. Um, Okay. So the first one is sounds easy, but you know, it's a lot of fun. Sit on a bench, pick a place, sit on a bench, whether it is in a little courtyard in Portugal, looking at the azulejos that I can't pronounce, or, you know, sitting on a bench at the beach in Santiago, whatever that is, pick a bench. A stare, sit down and just observe. And it's almost like um, a meditation moment, but just observe. Like, what do you see? What what smells do you smell? <laughs> what smell? What smell do you smell? What colors do you see? What sounds do you hear? And take that moment in and truly observe. This is not just for like absorbing the place, but like just having a moment to be again in that ow moment because you probably will 99.99% chance that you will experience a, oh my God, I am here. This is beautiful. Wow. You know, (laughs) and then a second thing, which I find really interesting. So journaling has become very popular, like the five minute diary and and things like that. But actually there's a whole travel journaling um, experience as well so I invite you especially on your extended solo trip but I invite you to truly take five minutes a day whether recorded if you prefer to say things or write it down if you're more of a write on paper person 
and write down what you learned that day, how you felt, and what made you feel that way, and what you look forward to for the day after. And and just write that down. And it's kind of like taking those three, five minutes out of the day to really appreciate your experiences. And you're probably going to write also something new that you have done that day. So it's not just for memory, but it's truly the same way you want to reflect every day to stay grounded, to stay present. I think it's very important to do that on your trips too, especially if you do it long term when it's easy to kind of go into limbos and spirals, right? And the last one, the last one is actually kind of uh, funny, but do a little like act of kindness. As low travel is a lot about also giving back to the community and like kind of really like, again, immersing and integrating and realizing the consequences. So give it a try, maybe buy somebody a coffee, give them a sandwich. You didn't finish the pizza, offer it, right? And and do that connection with a local and uh, and see what happens. Go from there where, where it brings you. Oh. Thank you. Oh my gosh. Those were just, you just dropped straight fire into this podcast. (laughs) Everyone go give me tips because they were too good. I'm going to, I'm going to be doing them because I feel like I, I mean, I I do a pretty good job as far as like journaling, but I feel like, especially like being mindful and taking that intentional time to just like sit and like watch and observe not only like do you get this like time to just like be grateful and like be like oh my gosh I'm here but also that's I feel like in those few moments where I've done that unintentionally I feel like that's when kind of those more inspired ideas came through as well Mm -hmm. so absolutely adore that tip so I feel like okay should we share what we potentially are doing oh my god (laughs) yes I'm dying I generally can't I go like on the Instagram I'm like you know we have something for you and I'm like I know okay so this is a hundred percent a teaser but I just like can't hold it I can't I cannot hold it back because I'm so excited so and I'll let Robin cover majority of kind of what this is but I'll just kind of say what it is. <laughs> but Robin and I are going to be co-hosting a digital nomad solo travel retreat in Tulum, Mexico. Oh my god. I'm just I'm so excited. Like, oh my lord. You said it. I can't believe it's out there. It's out there. Yes. It is in the universe. It's happening. This is going to be a fall thing. Again, guys, this is like super early stages. We just really wanted to throw it out there to you. Just drop the teaser because we're so excited about it. Um, But... It like I'm gonna let Robin like kind of chat a little bit about like what our ideas are around it. So if you guys are interested, I'm gonna actually have a little like wait list in the show notes. So if you're interested and you want to learn more about it as kind of we're putting it together, you'll be able to get notified as things come together and it starts launching. Oh, I'm so excited. (laughs) I am so excited. Oh, it's gonna be so good. But also, guys, oh my god, the location is oh my gosh, yeah. It's 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 a, oh it's, it's a dream. <laughs> it's a dream. Oh, and and we have activities and and it's gonna be a great in person also connection again. Madison and I are about connections as well live now that we can so. Oh, it's going to be so good. And I'm so, so excited to co-host it with you. I think this was uh, one of those things that was just meant to be that we met and this is now happening. <laughs> I yeah, I completely agree. And like I shared at the beginning of us, you know, connecting for this podcast with our listeners, like you just have such an amazing approach. And I feel like our approaches to digital nomadism to solo travel complement so well. And there's just so much to be learned for all of us, like 
I just am so excited about the workshops we're going to be planning and also, you know, the location and their offerings like yoga. Oh my gosh, what? And the beach time. And there's just so many amazing things that the food. <laughs> yeah. So if you guys are interested in learning more about that or potentially even coming on the trip, um, make sure you go ahead and fill out your information in the show notes just so you guys can get updated as things come together. But without further ado, I'm going to turn it over to Robin for where you can find her as well as like what she has going on other than, you know, our awesome trip that we're planning <laughs> for all of you. But Robin, would you take it away? <laughs> 100% thank you well retreat is definitely number one because I just can't but yeah so you can uh, find me on Instagram at Our Connected World or also on my website www.ourconnectedworld.ca little Canadian resident here <laughs> and um, yeah uh, I'm always uh, happy to you know connect over DMs as well if you have any questions what I have going on right now is actually also so a mastermind. So yes. it's another very exciting uh, project. This is a hybrid program. So you have some one-on-one -on -one time with me, but also an amazing community you can uh, rely on, like what minded women going through the same as you, which is wanting to travel and work from around the world. And uh, yeah, so it's uh, it's going to start in the next weeks. Uh, I just opened the enrollments and I'm very, very excited because I will also have amazing guest experts and speakers from all different type of industries that I know will help you in, in the journey. Uh, but yeah, besides that, retreat, 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 retreat. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much. All of her links will be down in the show notes as well as, like I said, that little capture form. So you guys can put in your info if you want to learn more about potentially coming on the retreat, which we are so stoked about. Um, but thank you so much, Robin. This is You've shared so much wisdom and insight in this interview. And I am just so excited for all that's to come um, with us collaborating and everything that we have going for our mutual communities. Yay. 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 thank you so much you're an amazing host thank you so so much for taking the time to listen in today i hope you got so much value from today's podcast i would personally consider it such a favor if you take one second to review and rate our podcast and i am so looking forward to seeing you on the next one